You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. <laughs> buns, buns, buns. Hello, friends. Welcome to a brand new episode of Girly Mags. This week, we're diving deep into the murky waters of December 1994 with Teen Magazine and our cover girl, Tiffany Amber Theason. I love her. Um, this week, we also have a very special returning guest who I'm super excited about because I missed him the last time he was on the show, and I'm very excited that he's back, Josh Lindley of Bartender Atlas. <laughs> He stopped by the table, the Girly Mags table, for a good old-fashioned gab session on ev- all the things that are involving 90210. Yay! So, yeah, I'm What's very that? excited. Man, we are freaking happy. You're back, dude. Soup's happy. I'm happy to be here. Uh, your boy, Young Man of Shevitz, has taken a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> but your side piece, Josh Lindley from Bartender Atlas, is here, keeping that ass groove warm. Uh, unofficial bevy boy of the Girly Mags pod, and I brought something light tonight, so no snoozing presky. <laughs> Shout out to the nation. Today, we have a little less THC and a little more TAT, a little more reliable in a snowstorm than the TTC. It's your side piece, Josh Lindley from Bartender Atlas. Gary Mags, what the fuck going on? Amazing. Oh my God. Okay, for the record, Andrea told you I fell asleep after you were here with those drinks. Not true, my friend. <laughs> I puked my <laughs> fucking guts out, and then Andrea had to put me to futon <laughs> at like 9 p.m. <laughs> Any yeah. hoodle. Welcome. Uh, it was crazy, and that's why I was like, get that guy back here. <laughs> hey, friends, it's Lauren here, friggin' pumped for the special 90210 episode. I'm not sure if you know this, but I have been told that I look like Andrea Zuckerman. <laughs> fully look like Andrea And Zuckerman. I'm actually dressed like her today, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so in the words of Andrea Zuckerman, season one, episode 19, titled April is the cruelest month. We all have the urge to kill our parents once in a while. <laughs> it doesn't mean we do it. <laughs> We're in. So I'm so fucking pumped that Josh is back here. Uh, so him and I actually pretty much became friends when we worked together at a bar talking about 90210. And I was like, you like 90210? We just got like super deep into it. So yesterday I posted a two Emily Valentine love Brandon Walsh thing on, um, Instagram stories and Christina Lee's message back. Shut the what? fuck up. With a heart. You, if you oh, want to this is what? the hand that touched the phone that checked the message. So if you want to touch me, you're one step closer to your love, Emily Valentine. Wow. She fucking doesn't like me. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was another time when Dee wrote a fan fiction kink where Emily strapped a dildo on for Brandon. The, fo- the photo that you posted was very clearly in- like she strapped it on a couple of times, <laughs> man, with Brandon. And she said, ew, no. Anybody straps it on. That guy's a fucking cock. <laughs> And what was our other 90210? Oh, it was when Andrea, a.k.a. Gabriella Cartieris, liked that video of Andrea getting hit by a car. It's classic. (laughs) Oh, my God. Good times. 90210-ville. Hey, it's uh, James Holler, a.k.a. Marilyn Mansplain. And uh, if you're a frequent listener of the podcast, you might know I'm something of a songbird. 
You might have hear me sing a few times during the episodes, Lauren shaking her head. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a special, special offer for those subscribers who subscribe to the podcast. Send me a screenshot of showing that you subscribe to the podcast, and I will send you a compilation called James Sing Songs Out of His Vocal Range. <laughs> These are all hit songs, all by top artists, all 100% guaranteed to be out of my vocal range. <laughs> songs like My Heart Will Go On. What? Who could forget? Mariah Carey's emotions. Give it here. I just had to take my headphones off. Yeah. And finally, the weird part from Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's right. Take advantage of this unique offer <laughs> for our subscribers. I'm Thank crying you. Crying, and I don't much. know if it's because I think I'm, it's funny or <laughs> your ears hurt. My ears hurt. <laughs> What's really funny? I had a little bit about Celine Dion, which was the first song that James just played. And the other day, I had a dream that she was guest hosting on this on an episode of Girly Mags, Sorry. and we to- <laughs> and we told her we were bilingual and could speak French, so she'd come and speak French. And then she proceeded to speak French in my dream, but it was like the ignorant French gibberish that my subconscious was creating. It was exactly like that. And then, so we all decided like, oh, we speak French too, but it was really just us putting la and la in front of English words. <laughs> la girly mag. Yeah. She was very, she was very, very understanding about it. So if Celine Dion's listening right now, I'm very sorry. My dreams are so ignorant. <laughs> Andrew is like, you shouldn't drink for this episode. And I'm like, no, I 100% have to drink before I do that. <laughs> I have to have a drink after I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun for the listeners. I can't wait to buy the compilation and listen to it while drinking. Ah, that's yeah. 100% a real offer. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, we are covering December 1994 Teen Magazine. A little This Month in History for you. On December 1st, Jim Baker, the American televangelist who I previously mentioned at Heritage USA Big Amusement Park and convicted frauder was released from jail. Frauder? <laughs> I played that game when I was younger. <laughs> uh, in, he said he, some good came out of his jail time. Uh, when he was in jail, he said he actually finally got to read the Bible all the way through. <laughs> Which version? <laughs> Here are some crazy things Jim Baker believes. He said God will punish those who ridicule him. He said that Hurricane Harvey was a judgment from God and blamed Hurricane Matthew on Barack Obama. <laughs> he recently predicted that if Donald Trump is impeached, Christians would begin a second American civil war. Oh, God. And a few days after the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting... He said that in a dream, God came to him wearing camouflage, a hunting vest, and an <laughs> AR-15 rifle strapped to his back and claimed that God supported Trump's plan to arm teachers. Is God Ted Nugent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is, he definitely read the New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> the Nuge Testament? <laughs> On December 2nd, uh, uh, Heidi Fleiss was found guilty of running a high-profile sex worker ring Love her. known as the Hollywood Madam. She said she made her first million dollars after only four months. Only recently, the names out of her black book became public. 
of who her clients were. Some prominent names include Johnny Depp. Big surprise. Yeah. George Lucas. Ew. <laughs> what? Ew. Ew. Uh, O.J. Simpson. Ugh. Jack Nicholson. Mick Jagger. Senator Chuck Schumer. <laughs> and Charlie Sheen, who apparently spent, she says, spent three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars on on sex workers and hired one on Christmas Day. That's depressing. This to bring to family case. dinner? <laughs> <laughs> this like, is this is for D. An unnamed client who was a member of the 1980s Brat Pack. Let's all speculate on who it was. Molly Ringwald. Loved to suck on girls' toes. <laughs> oh, Molly Ringwald. One yeah. of her former workers says, in fact, he'd request we arrive with sweaty feet. Oh, I don't like sweaty feet. It's definitely feet. Emilio, brother of <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Yeah. December <laughs> 7th, 5th. Billboard Music Awards, Snoop Dogg won Best Male, Mariah Carey won Best Female, and Ace and Bass won for Best Song with I Saw the Sign. Yeah. On December 7th, Howard Stern talked a man out of committing suicide on George Washington Bridge. And then later talked him into killing himself <laughs> on the air. <laughs> he had a cell phone in 1994. What's he so upset about? <laughs> in music, On Bended Knee was number one, and then later was Here Comes the Odd Stepper, which you heard earlier. In movies, Dumb and Dumber was released. Little Women, which I tried to watch five minutes of, and it was so fucking boring. Oh, that movie's great. It's, yeah, no, it's so boring. boring. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And uh, Street Fighter, starring John claude Van Damme's $10,000 a day cocaine habit. Yeah, I read Ooh, about wow. that. Wait, the industry paid for that? Write <laughs> <laughs> it off on your taxes. <laughs> I'm the Reaper Man, and you're out of business. So on this week's uh, embarrassing moments, why me? Uh, there's a couple here, one that truly resonated with me. I was on a date with my new boyfriend. We, when we were kissing goodnight, I stepped back. I felt a little tug on my braces. When I opened my eyes, I noticed his retainer had popped out of his mouth and was hanging from my braces. Ew! <laughs> I don't know how that happens, because if you've ever had a retainer, it hooks into the back of your teeth. Like, it won't just pop out. Well, he clearly didn't have it... Hooked in properly. <laughs> Lauren's choking on a croissant. Right I'm now. not. This croissant tastes like butt. <laughs> <laughs> was that a cheese do, croissant? Do yeah, know. I think it was. Oh, wait, it was one of my good over? cheese croissants. The croissant that I just threw in there. I, I know. I it. ate the whole thing like, and then I had one. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So back to that. So, I just know it was such so a Josh retainer is uh, Josh out is of a mouth with another mouth with another with a set of braces. So maybe it was one of those night retainers that you wear. Do those hook into your mouth? Like a headpiece? No, <laughs> no, not headgear. Like those little clear. I don't know. I don't know how a retainer works. Yeah, Lauren just perfect. Lauren just revealed she doesn't eat ass, which is going to turn off all our Generation Y vis- listeners. <laughs> generation Y. No, so the reason there's no Generation Y. It goes Generation X, Millennial, Generation Generation Z. Z. Why can't we be Generation Y? Why Generation Y is the who's we? I'm X, bitch. <laughs> Please continue. Anyway, the re- the way that, that I know a retainer to work is that they mold it to the front of they mold the plastic piece to the f- to the top it's of your disgusting. mouth, retainer. and then they do the wire around it. But like it hooks into the back of well, your maybe t- they had <laughs> maybe they had some hardcore kissing like 
like tongue in around. You can and pull then, it out. I mean, you have to be able to take. You it off. have to pull it out, though. You won't just. It doesn't just get tugged off by. So yeah, I braces. think like they're making it like how f- hard did she yank her head? Coming back? from the person who's never mm. been to the dentist, you don't get an opinion no. on this. Oh, snap, <laughs> One one time when I was making out with a girl, I, I used to when I was younger. I might have said. Oh, this on I the did this. Before. I had a tooth behind oh, no, my I tooth. Oh, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a tooth coming behind my tooth, and I kind of bit her tongue with it. Uh, or she scratched her tongue, and she yanked her head back pretty okay, quickly. Okay, I so. thought you were going to say what I did, which was I used to take, because my teeth are perfect, I used to want to pretend that I had a retainer, so I would take a bunch of toilet paper and wet it, and then put it at the top roof of my mouth, and be like, in the bathroom, be like, hey, guys. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you want to pretend? Because it was cool. Dee's gagging. <laughs> it's just like a rich kid pretending to be poor, just being like, wouldn't it be fun? Uh, <laughs> oh wait no it'd be like because the retainers are expensive change of subject anyway what, just a mouthful of toilet paper it grosses her out it's fucking to... clean it was just wet just grabbing just like a whole <laughs> wad of toilet paper letting it dissolve on your tongue Stop. feeling that he has a really strong <laughs> gag reflex hey guys <laughs> So every time I come here, someone throws up. (laughs) (laughs) But here is why this like embarrassing moment resonates with me is I was at a party and I had braces for about like six years. So basically all through high school. And I was like in my first like makeout sesh, but with somebody and he had braces and I had like the elastic that you put in the little rubber bands. Like the back. Yeah, so you have yeah. to take the elastic from the back bottom jaw and bring it up to like one of your top teeth, and it's supposed to like help oh, it bring so your painful. teeth back. It wasn't that painful, but he had braces. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Just got back with my toilet paper. Just keep talking, deep. <laughs> He's not gonna do it. Don't worry. No, I know. Yes. Anyway, okay. So anyway, his braces got stuck on the elastic and it snapped back and cut the inside of my cheek so I just started bleeding. That's oh my that legit happened and I just I remembered it as I was reading this embarrassing moment. Like it it was a trauma Rama. Because we never talked after that. (laughs) We we parted ways. Did the elastic (laughs) land in your mouth like at the end? No, so it like didn't because they're like pretty strong because like they have to be they have to be strong to like to pull your teeth into place. I'm perfect. So it just like it just literally hooked onto his braces and then he pulled back and it snapped back into my mouth. That seems really painful. And it hit, I guess I had really dry lips or whatever, like chapped lips, and it just like just started bleeding. Like it snapped back and like <laughs> Not totally. Lauren's the one gagging. Ew! <laughs> it was like a hazmat situation. And Lauren, you gonna just... throw up? Do you need some toilet paper to mop that up, maybe? <laughs> so gross. Wow. Anyway, that really resonated with okay, me. Okay, great. <laughs> Everyone here is like gag reflex is so on the edge right now. I'm just waiting for somebody to puke. What could be next? (laughs) If there's a fucking story about monkeys coming right now, (laughs) fucking puke. My family, including my cousins, went to New York for the summer for our summer vacation. My cousin Zach and I went to the Bronx Zoo. (laughs) (laughs) I was posing in in front of the monkey cage. Oh God. I was posing in front of the monkey cage for Zach to take a picture. All of a sudden, a monkey reached through the bars of his cage and pulled my T-shirt up just as Zach snapped the photo. To make matters worse, I wasn't wearing a bra. (laughs) Okay, first of all, how did you get that close to the monkey cage? Exactly. What kind of cage are they keeping this monkey in that you can just reach out and grab you and pull your top up? Yeah, what is this, the fucking... uh, It was the the 90s. Curious George Zoo? (laughs) (laughs) 
Fun fact, the monkey house is now closed in the Bronx Zoo. They don't have it anymore. Aww. Because of this incident. <laughs> because of this incident. <laughs> with the monkey With flashing. a creepy little monkey. <laughs> I mean, from what it sounds like, the monkeys could have just climbed out of the cage. Exactly. It was just a crib. Anyway. I think this <laughs> is like an example crib. of slightly fake news, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I did I did look up on Google Bronx Zoo monkey t-shirt boobs <laughs> and like wow not, and, and did not pull up a picture. I dare you look <laughs> that up on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Brass monkey, that funky monkey. Brass monkey, junkie, that funky monkey. Hit it. This ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. This is L.A. Every time I listen to Cheryl Crow, I just want to go to L.A. I just want to have sex with a man that has one testicle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. I just want to have some fun. I have a feeling I'm not the only one. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, so. <clears throat> how to say no to your friends. It's like I didn't even have to ask for this segment. It was just given to me. <laughs> I'm the most equipped to handle this segment. I think you are. All right. Have you, you don't have to worry about saying no to your friends if you don't have any friends. <laughs> James over here playing 4D chess. <laughs> have you ever disagreed with your friends? Do you have trouble saying no when the majority is saying we? Have your friends ever made you feel uncomfortable when your views were different from theirs? Do you want to have friends and be true to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> If you're answered yes to the majority of these questions, read on. And if not, you're James. <laughs> <laughs> these five steps will help you become more independent and improve your friendships. While others may influence you, if you develop your own values and goals, you can make intelligent, independent decisions. Find out how you can follow your own instincts, say no, and gain confidence at the same time. This was a great great article. This was like one of the best articles that I'm like I wish I had read this when I was 13. Yes. I kind of forget that like a lot of people have friendship groups where they do whatever to fit in. Mm-hmm. I was never like that. I was like just clearly my I own was thing. fully like that. I had lots of friends. I was like I was always a loudmouth. So like I never had that world where it's like have your own opinions. Of course I do, mm-hmm. but people just will go along with whatever their friends say. Well, and it depends on how old you are too. Like when you know, if you're younger and you're more easily influenced by the type of friends that you're around and not like setting those boundaries where you're like, No, I don't want to do that or I'd you know, mm-hmm. people influencing you to do stuff. Don't be Billy Bush. When <laughs> someone's saying something horrible, don't yeah. sit there like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> just don't be Billy Bush, period. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This was, th- and this is good because the reason why I like this article too is that even though this is about friends, it's not just really about friends. Yeah. This is about any relationship. It's about your friends. It's about your parents. It's about your dog walker. It's your about Gunther. <laughs> it's about the coffee shop girl. It's about <laughs> your dog walker. It's fucking about anybody because this is uh, this is about bandries. It's about learning about bandries and saying no if it don't feel good. <laughs> so they've got five. They've got five steps listed and I'm going to briefly talk about them. Feel free to jump in if you have anything to say. Mm -hmm. The first one is set goals for yourself. If you have a clear idea of who you are, you can state your opinion without putting anyone else down. In doing so, you're being true to yourself. 
I struggle with that one because yeah. I often, it's not that I have a problem putting my opinion out there. It's that my opinion is some, like I too, it's too strongly worded and like people take offense. Like if I'm like, nope, I'm not going to agree with you on that. Like I just have like a hard line. I think Yeah, I but this is, but this, what this says is you can have an opinion without putting people down. So if I struggle with that. <laughs> you, you, so that's something that like, you should definitely read this article okay. then. <laughs> but like, you don't have to, you know, say you're stupid to say, I don't agree with you. Like yeah. that, that is something that is definitely like, if you, if you have an opinion and you voice it with compassion and kindness and love, there's no reason why people have to disagree. Unless with you. their opinion is f- hate filled. Then yeah. you have to just draw a line and be like, no, you are a fucking idiot. Or yeah. when they annoy me and send me. Mm-hmm memes 24 7 that i don't like aka james and i'm like stop sending me so many fucking memes and, and oh he's my like god <laughs> what's <this> happening I, <laughs> my memes are very hateful so. um number two take time to think things through force yourself to step back and think about possible outcomes are you following your inner voice your objective shouldn't be to please others but to please yourself your inner voice is something I didn't even know fucking existed until March of last year. <laughs> I've been ignoring my intuition for th- I, at that time for 37 years, and I had chalked up an uncomfortable feeling in my stomach to gas. <laughs> <laughs> because once I learned about boundaries, I actually stopped having like symptoms of lactose intolerance. <laughs> I don't think I, I think well, I can eat cheese. Maybe you set your boundaries with milk. Being like instead of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even listening to you because I've had this pen for so long and I just realized the back of it has a highlighter. <laughs> this is why James doesn't have wow. any. Wow. Oh, that pen's your friend now. Yeah. I, oh, I, I'm going to show this to people on the street. Be like, this pen has a back of it. It's a highlighter. <laughs> well, you'll fit in in this shit neighborhood. <laughs> Number three, don't give in to peer pressure. True friends, respect your decisions. Have faith in yourself and remember that you are in control. It's true, dude. You know, people don't have to agree with you, but they can still respect you. And the people that you're friends with, you'd like to have respect for them, even if, you know, unless, of course, they say something hateful. But can we just remove that from the equation right now? Because that's going to be something that you're going to constantly bring up. What if you're the peer pressure? I was like the person who was like a pot smoker and like partied. So I'd always want like my friends who are less. So you know what? This article would say how to leave your friends alone (laughs) and and listen to them when they say fucking no. I think it's important to bring to just stay, stay with that thing because sometimes when you're in a friend group if you're setting boundaries, <laughs> there's the point of you having your own thing and then being like oh these people are problematic for me sure i have to cut them off so you have to there yeah. is a limit to oh like, yeah like yeah. and that's the thing and we get into that because number four choose friends who share your values if you admire qualities such as compassion a positive attitude honesty and fairness then find friends who also value such traits the company you keep plays a vital role in your character development okay yeah. so when I was uh, young, well, I mean, about the same time this exact issue came out, uh, I, was, I had just turned 14 and somehow had become friends with a bunch of 17 and 18-year-olds mm. uh, who clearly, you know, were kind of, you know, Andrea-style pot smokers. <laughs> um, My friends. But it's weird because, uh, like, all of these points sort of lead to not giving in to peer pressure and uh, choosing your friends who share your values um, I never felt peer pressure to be a young shithead. I just kind of felt like I was a shithead <laughs> and had found a bunch of You found people, people that were, were also similar they shared, shitheads. They shared my ideas about sneaking out of the house and smoking weed, but like I was considerably younger than them and I can yeah. see how that would be sketchy yeah. from the outside. Ye- but as like in my brain, I was yeah. like, yeah, man, this is just what I do. You know what's funny? When you mentioned uh, that, I was thinking the exact same along the same lines. If you're the 
person in your friend group who everyone kind of makes fun of and and jokes about, you have to realize that that's probably not going to change. Whatever you do to try and fit in and be like, oh, they just we're just joking. They just like like to make fun of me. No, they're bullying you. Exactly. You have to pro like if you're like 14, right, and you become like their little like adopted mascot who they all make fun of and like bully. Nothing you do is going to change that perception of you like that those people just aren't your friends you need to get out and are you alluding to girly mags right now <laughs> no i'm alluding to like no, being like, like say you're friends yeah. with a bunch of skaters yeah. there's always yeah. one young guy or like one little guy I, who everyone just treats like shit and then he like will act out to try and like make them like him better he always maybe does crazy shit. like oh that's the crazy guy i watched a Do kid something. named johnny drink out of a puddle once exactly <laughs> with no, a straw I, I think that that's like I think that was definitely a trap that I got stuck into uh, like in when I was younger is that I was so insecure and I didn't trust my instincts with other people so I would have these instincts that say these people aren't very nice to you like yeah. you should like maybe not hang out with them exactly. but I didn't trust that instinct in me so I would continue to hang out with these fucking assholes that would make me feel like shit about myself and then when I got upset I would be told I was being defensive right. sometimes being alone feels worse than being in a group That's and true. being mistreated. Sometimes being alone feels better than being but in a group. But when you're a teenager, you want to fit. Look at all these heads up. James <laughs> is going to keep on talking and not let you guys know. <laughs> no, so. no, but I but that but the point that James just made is really true because whenever I was being made to feel like a piece of like like garbage by these people, I still wanted them to like me. Yeah. Mm. So it's this weird thing where it's like, well, I don't like I mean even though I liked being alone like I was you know a voracious reader and I li like I liked my own company but when I just felt the need to have like this article would have been really helpful for you would have been so helpful to be like oh you don't have to hang around it's, human trash bags it's like, so hard to choose to be alone though yeah, exactly well one of the things too this isn't just for teens like it wasn't until probably three or four years ago that I realized that people who are shitty for me in my life don't have to be a part of my life yeah, just because right. I've known them for exactly. a super long that's time right. yeah or that I don't share like as soon as I started going back to school and sort of like kind of changed my life around in that respect and really started getting into that like people that I had been friends with for a long time but realized I absolutely have nothing in common with anymore or anything and I was just like I don't need to be friends with these people and like as soon as they're out of my life I'm like oh yeah it doesn't matter one way or the other really. however hard you try it's really hard to change someone's perception of you yeah. and if you're in this group of friends and they treat you like shit it, you might think, oh, tomorrow things will change. It's probably, if they're coming out from that, like looking at you that way, it's probably never going to change. And it's hard to choose to be alone. But you can, listeners, you can meet friends. Like they might not be the coolest kids in the world in your mind, but it's way better in the long term to be friends with people who are treat you well and treat you respect. with respect exactly. and you're comfortable then try and fit in with people who are going to treat you like shit and you'll never move up in their minds i to speak to that point i was in university i went to ryerson for theater and at that time i was grappling with um a lot of symptoms of like exhaustion and ptsd and i was grappling with realizing that theater wasn't where i wanted to pursue a career and I just didn't have any friends in, in university, but I was spending like six days a week with all of these people that I did not like and that I know, you know, didn't feel any particular way with me. And the best thing that I did was I was at Ryerson and I hunted down a fucking book club and they were reading Harry Potter and I go. hung out with them and I, cause I was, I like Harry Potter and I just hung around all these fucking Harry Potter nerds <laughs> and it was the biggest thing I had done in my life to that point to surround myself with people who like actually understood you. me. And this is why D is not allowed within a hundred meters of an elementary school. 
<laughs> went to this elementary school. They were reading what? Harry Potter. And I was like, hey, guys. Oh, that is me, too. <laughs> Number five, which is exactly what you guys are talking about, is trust your instincts. As you get older, you begin to make more independent decisions. There'll be times when you need to stand up against another person's judgment. And while a friend may disagree with you, he or she should respect and accept the standard you have set for yourself, which is what I just mentioned to you. Your actions help define who you are as an individual. If someone tries to compromise your morals, walk away. Dude just got Really chills. easy yeah. to say. Lit- really no, hard I- to do okay, though, in, in teenage years. And, and where does like... Okay, so yeah, you're setting boundaries. I don't know why you guys say boundaries. I missed that joke. <laughs> she mispronounced, I mispronounced it several episodes ago okay, and yeah. to that day. Let's keep rolling with it. Yeah. When you're setting your boundaries though <laughs> and and like trusting your gut, you don't accomplish anything. Like where where's the line between trusting your instincts and being afraid? Yeah. So the line is understanding what your values are and you might be scared, but that you can also be courageous and speak up for yourself. And that's what I like about this is just like be, be trust yourself, be confident, be courageous and know that the decisions you make, people might not agree with you and it might be scary. But if you're being abused by people or mis- misused by people that you think are your friends, it's not worth it. And it might be worth standing up. Like what I've learned about is that you're not doing anything wrong when you set a boundary <laughs> and that people like our culture has taught us that if you set a boundary, you're evil. And if you don't set a boundary, you're kind. So Mm -hmm. you think that you're doing something kind by not telling people that something they're doing is hurting you. Mm -hmm. That's not that's not okay. You can tell people, hey, the way you're treating me doesn't is not doesn't work for me. It's hurting my feelings and I don't appreciate it. If they continue to treat you like that, buh fucking bye, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Like buh bye. Because what I've this is please hold. (laughs) (laughs) Setting boundaries is about holding space for ourselves and what is living life if you are not living it for your fucking self amen sis so if you're friends with someone who doesn't allow you doesn't respect you or allow you to take care of yourself then they're not really your friend Mm -hmm. oh yeah you know i i just want to say one thing to our young listeners too uh (coughs) i know children that d reads harry potter (laughs) when when you're in high school and and you're in your say you're not high school but let's say you're still in your hometown these people have probably known you for a long time and you're going through a lot of changes and figuring out who you are. Who you were four, three years ago doesn't depend on who you are now. Like people hold you like to like, oh, you were into like stuffed animals and track pants in grade <laughs> four and now all of a sudden you're uh, goth. It's like you can change your personality and figure out as you go along and don't let people to hold you to who you used to be. Yeah. Hopefully as you get older, it doesn't go the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you're I'm not a goth and you're not now. into stuffed animals. <laughs> um, don't kink shame me. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else to say before I no. conclude? All right. Oh, uh, sorry. I spoke for Josh here. Did I'm not you? respecting his boundaries. Do you have anything boundary boy? <laughs> I'm all good. You all right. Know? In yeah. closing. As someone who has surrounded myself with such incredible, understanding, and loving friends who I can confidently say no to, I'd like to dedicate this song to you. Please sing along if you know it. (laughs) Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road. Lyrics on page 453 in your hymnal. Your heart is true. (laughs) You're a pal and a confidant. Only D and Laura know this song. And if it's through a party, anybody and everyone you knew, you would see the big 
you skip a beat for me And the card attached would say Thank you for being a friend Zeppelin? <laughs> you know what I always say? My favorite genre of music are songs that start with the feedback screech. Oh, they were my first concert. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hold on. We got to talk about first concerts before we okay. get into this segment then. I'm into it. Yep. TLC. TLC was my first concert, Canada's Wonderland. Canada's Wonderland, fourth <laughs> row center, Criss Cross. Nice. <laughs> Peterborough Civic Memorial Auditorium, Weird Al Yankovic. Yes! <laughs> Love Weird Amazing. Al. Reno's Hilton Everclear when I was Whoa. 12. I went to a lot of DJ stuff. I went to the last ever electric circus that was at Canada's Wonderland. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> incredible, first, incredible. My first concert was a Christian rap concert I was dragged to. <laughs> And my first rock concert was Rancid when I was like 21. Oh, nice. Nicely done. I would have loved to go to a Rancid Everything concert. but the Rancid show sounds like a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the last ever electric circus The last circus ever electric circus. Cool. Like, Monica Diol is not Everyone hanging out. Everyone was on I don't drugs to do except me. And I was like, the Wait, only song I recognized concert? was <laughs> de, de, Defunk by Daft Punk. That was the only song they played. Like, oh, I know this song. Yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, advice from his point of view. Because that's what we need. <laughs> Ask Jack. Ask Jack. Sure. Actually, this is pretty good, though. Um, Dear Jack, my sister's boyfriend is 17, and I'm 14. He is super cute. Last week, we were all watching TV, and my sister went upstairs to change into some sweats. Her boyfriend leaned over and kissed the top of my head, and when I turned around <laughs> towards him, he kissed me like, on the lips. Good night, ah, Top of worse. the head is yeah. so gross. How old is she? And 14, how old is sister? 14, She's and then 14. He's, he's 17. What do you think? Oh, yeah, he is 17, yeah. Then he pulled away and continued to watch TV. When my sister came down, they cuddled and everything was normal again. Do I need to tell my sister or will she think I'm lying? First of all, those are two questions that have nothing to do with each other. Exactly. Do I have to tell my sister or will she think I'm lying? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, you should tell your sister. Definitely tell your sister. If she doesn't think you're lying, tell your fucking parents. Tell the cops. Tell the goddamn cops. He's 17, so that's, I, I know this is like, but like, there are grocers out there who are like 17 to 14 isn't that big of an age gap. No, but he's dating her sister he's who's clearly older probably. And oh, like, yeah, definitely. But like, like, tell the cops. That's not like he's no, a senior. No, tell your parents. Tell your parents, Andrea though. said cops because she's from <laughs> Reno. Or tell your cool uncle if my niece is listening to this, which I hope she isn't because she's like 12 and should not be hearing this. But like, tell your cool uncle who will show up and scare the shit out of this Yeah, kid. like, is there someone else that you trust? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's what cool uncle's for, right? Cool uncle! I mean, that's literally like a sister thing. You tell your sister, be like, hey, your boyfriend's a creep. Yeah. Like, bringing an uncle into the situation is Kind of like just like a nuclear option. I didn't say it was going to make it better. Sometimes oh, I'm going to oh, press wait. the red button. You're an uncle to both of them. Right. Yeah, dude. You're yeah. not yeah, just so an you're uncle really to one fuck- of them. <laughs> right. I forgot. You're an uncle to both of them. So, James like, doesn't know how families if he's work. A, if, she, if you tell the sister, she's like, you're lying. Then you tell your uncle and he comes in like, listen, you piece of shit. I just feel really bad for this girl that wrote in because like her name, her tag or whatever is feeling guilty from Toledo, Ohio. I'm oh. like, you don't Everybody in Toledo is guilty. feeling guilty. <laughs> P.S. Toledo, Ohio, hometown of Katie Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. She's not dead, bro. 
Yeah, you just like poured one out for her. <laughs> She's still alive. Whatever, man. She's got a kid with Jamie Foxx. She's dead to me. <laughs> she does? Yeah. She, yeah. Right now? she yeah. had a kid now? Wait, they had a so? kid together? Oh, that kid's going to be so cute. <laughs> I love that couple. I wish I was that fucking. Are you positive because the parentage was in question? Then it's like this kid looks a lot like Jamie Fox. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think maybe the reason she feels guilty is because she said he's super cute. So yeah. maybe because he, she was mildly attracted to him, and that happens sometimes if you're younger and you're around like older guys, whether they're your sister's friends or whatever. Yeah. I didn't have that because my sister's nine years older than me, so everyone seemed like they were like fifty when I was young. Or you could just feel guilty because women are fucking it's raised true. to f- take responsibility for the bad decisions of pieces of shit 17-year-old boys it's who true. kiss yeah. on her head. Yeah. This is where um, actually... What did I do to provoke this? <laughs> did I... No, I'm... why are you guys laughing? Like, seriously, that might be her mind. Like, I must have done oh, something. Oh, why was That's she I... saying that? I thought you were speaking oh, about Jane. Like, I'm like... <laughs> I'm on the side of piece of shit seventeen year old guy. What did I do to promote? What's wrong with seventeen year old guy? No, it's true. You take re- you are yeah. responsible. That's what we're taught. And I think I'm gonna like it's really short, but I'm gonna read out the advice because I thought the advice that was given was really him. Good. Yeah. Don't beat yourself <laughs> up with guilt feelings. You did nothing wrong, so don't blame yourself for something that he did. He shouldn't have kissed you without your permission, especially since yep. he's dating your oh, sister. Damn! I just got. Ch- Heels yeah. consent oh. chills. <laughs> Jack's pretty okay. He's okay in my book. I like um, this Jack you business. you may want to mention the situation to your sister. She may project some of her anger at you, but oh think how God. much worse it could be if he ends up telling her that you kissed him. Truth is the best defense. Truth is the best defense. In the future, I think you should avoid being alone with this guy. He might try and make a move on you again. If he does, tell him that you are not interested yep. and don't fool Boundaries. around. Yeah. And don't fool around with your sister's boyfriend no matter how cute you think. Okay, that's a little much wow, there. I might actually want to fool around with him. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, no to that bo- dog. Her sister shouldn't date this guy anymore. If you tell yeah. her and oh, she yeah, keeps fully. dating him, he... What are you freaking out about? What are you freaking about? Andrea and I are having a a gentleman conversation (laughs) here about why maybe she should make out with him if she wants. (laughs) Maybe I'm the only feminist at the table. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I... Okay, so first of all, I think Jack is fucking, he's on top of this. Damn he's got dude. it. Absolutely. And, I love Jack. And the How one, cute the is one, his 14-year-old sister? The, one, <laughs> the <laughs> one part that is kind of <laughs> fucked up, thinking like, yeah, man, if he's telling a 14-year-old, that you, like, you got to translate it so that a 14-year-old can understand what the hell you're talking about. And, yeah, and, great job. And bandries and <laughs> consent chills and whatever. I think, uh, yeah, considering the target readership of this not a bunch of 35 year old ding dongs <laughs> yeah. on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> but, like, right. but like but yeah if it's four or 14 like this is how you explain this shit Absolutely. to a 14 year old like, and I think yeah. like when I he comes right out the gate and says this is not your fault you didn't do anything I wrong. can't get over this yeah. without your permission thing like yeah from the early 90s yeah. with a guy named Jack hello <laughs> I was reading this and I'm like it's 1994. Yep, December 1994. Am I reading a nuanced conversation about consent? Yeah, <laughs> it was like by so a man. Amazing. I think it's a little Shocking. problematic that she's like, "Don't be alone with him. Don't like. You should be Not like she, him. You Jack. should. You should tell. She should break up with him right away. And if she doesn't, that's a problem. That's nothing. So here's something that I didn't get into in the Ben Bandries conversation. You have no control exactly over other people. Exactly yeah. 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 It's unfortunate that it's her sister and her sister might not believe her but that it might impact her relationship with her sister. Yeah. I actually forward. had something like this but it wasn't my sister. I 
was friends with this girl from my school who was older and had a boyfriend and we did mdma together when i was like 14 my first Net. time ever Ugh. is this a movie 13 <laughs> <laughs> and he are you sure you want to admit he, this on the podcast about doing drug use at 14 what are you talking what? about Everybody future employers thing. turn off the podcast <laughs> i'm editing this and cutting that question right the fuck out anyways he uh kissed me while he i mean he was on mdma and i was like oh because i wasn't attracted to him at all and then always the after case. he told her that I was the one that kissed him and she turned everyone against me and a girl almost beat me up over it who was like 17 uh, years old. So this just goes to show that sometimes when people feel guilty and they're fucking sketchy, especially guys at that age, will do like uh, to kind of get themselves out of situations where they feel like. It's just like it's one thing for a fucking guy to lie. Like, sorry, but it's just I, like, f- I expect you to lie. But the fucking girl, like, why don't you get a fucking backbone and and look at the situation? Because you don't want to believe it, and the the that it's easy to accept his lie than accept the truth, which is he's a creep. You know, if you really like, I feel him. like it would be easier to accept the truth that he's a creep than believe that he's not. I and, guess and that he might have done something to somebody I give a shit about. One thing I, I guess mean, you forget what it's like to be like a fourteen-year-old girl who's like. Or seven, like I'm sorry, I didn't realize you had I more experience as a 14-year-old girl than I did. Back when I was a 17-year-old girl, <laughs> it's a lot easier to like be like, I really like this guy. She must be confused. My 14-year-old sister, he might have kissed her on... Because he, he's going to lie. Be like, oh, I kissed her on the forehead. Then maybe when I was coming down, I brushed yeah, her Yeah, he totally would She's lie, like, off like, like imagining things. And wait, the sister would be like, wait. I can see that happening. Yeah. Time out. Did you just say, kissed I kissed her on, on the, the forehead, forehead and accidentally brushed against her lips? Yeah, like, yeah. on the way. <laughs> Is like, that's like saying like, down. Yeah. like where down is he to where? Down to? Why like, is he kissing her on the forehead? I what tripped and on? my dick fell into her. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm such a klutz. Please forgive me. Forehead is right. Like say he kissed her on the forehead, then moved his Why head down. Why is he kissing then her on the really forehead? Right yeah. I'm saying he's a fucking liar. I'm saying he's lying. <laughs> That was a roundabout way to get to that. We're also kiss. not assuming this girl is Fraser Crane, where her forehead is so huge <laughs> and it's nowhere near her lips. <laughs> but she's a little, she, her forehead is like right here, and her lips are like right there. Holy oh, fuck! And it's a plausible lie. I think that there's something to be said. Like, okay, it's. If this fucking creepazoid is going around like kissing his girlfriend's little sister it's like he's very obviously like fully manipulative wait was she hot and what so like if that's how she he's treating like her little sister how is he treating her right so it's like i don't know it's we obviously we don't know how this turned out i hope that like she told her sister and like the breakup was speedy and like icy as fuck but this guy's clearly a creep I hope they're all (laughs) members of the LDS church and now they're all one happy married couple. (laughs) It's the right kind of love. It's the right kind of night. You're the right kind of girl. By the way, that noise has got extended popular. Yeah, unfortunately. Used to be everywhere and all kinds of pop songs. It really used to be. You know who else used to be everywhere is Tiffany Amber Thiessen. (laughs) Girly Mags. Thiessen. Thiessen? Are you a Thiessen? I'm I'm a Thiessen. I've been Thiessen for like 25 years. (laughs) You should see somebody about that. Clicks, clicks is coming back again. (laughs) Let me read you my Thiessen thesis. Wow. Thiessen? Okay, can we focus for, if we're going to start making fun of names, can we... 
talk about Tiffany with an I dash, dash Amber. Amber. That is so and perfect I, I, for the 90s, though. I know a lot of like reasonable Ambers and Tiffany's. A lot of good, a lot of good like Tiffany's and Ambers, but like as a hyphenated name, it's not like it's it's not like Brittany Lee. Tiffany you Amber. Know? You a hundred percent know if it's Tiffany with an I, that I has a heart instead of a dot over the eye. Carefully. What if there's two eyes though? <laughs> two dots, right? two, two hearts. But then, but then she, but then, okay. So, all right, let's actually do this. But you know what, Tiffany hyphen Amber, Tiffany hyphen Amber fully suits her though. Mm-hmm. I think she that's is a, definitely a Tiffany Amber. Yeah. She's the only one. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie's arrived and she's bad. Real bad. Ow. Tiffany, while Tiffany Amber's, I don't, I don't want to say her last name now. It's really fucking weird. <laughs> uh, her TV. Thusen. <laughs> her TV persona may have gone from nice to nasty. In real life, she's far removed from that bad girl rap. Want to know more? Here's no. the scoop. <laughs> First of all, I want to say that the cover of this magazine, what is it, Teen? Teen. Uh, who are T- you, Rowan? T-A-T is on the, uh, on the cover, and we have seven questions with T-A-T. And this is, uh, <laughs> this is what it took to be a cover girl First of all, in 1994. Her cover seven is incredible. She's wearing yeah. a chenille turtleneck T-shirt, which is so fucking hot right now. And if you go all the way down to her teeny tiny sexy ankles, <laughs> there's an ankle. Yeah, there's an ankle bracelet. <laughs> Very 90s. Remember when she first showed up and she was smoking weed and Brandon made a big issue of it? Brandon like he was told the like her the parents, like I think uh I think Valerie's smoking pot. And then stupid oh. Jim Walsh made a big deal out no, of it. No, it was it was Jim Walsh. Sorry guys, Jim. sorry guys. It was Kelly. Kelly smelled pot in, in in Valerie's room and then went and told Brandon, like, I think Valerie's smoking pot. Uh, eat a dick, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, this seems like a good enough time to tell everyone that I have a piece of Jenny Garth's hair. In your <laughs> well, pocket right now for no, us to smell? I don't like, carry it around with me. I just uh, have it. From where? Uh, yeah, can we get some context, please? It'll so, lock it so, around his neck. So in my line of work, uh, I, I serve many people. Sometimes uh, they're celebrities. Sometimes they used to be on 90210. You draw the line where you want. <laughs> and and uh, I didn't serve Ken- uh, Jenny. I almost Kelly. called her Kelly Taylor <laughs> like it's a real name. Uh, I didn't actually serve Jenny Garth, but uh, a guy that I had uh, I had done some training at this hotel bar and she came and sat at the hotel bar one day and she had just come straight from set and needed a drink and was having a long day and was running her fingers through her hair and one of her fucking tracks fell out. Oh, no. Like an extension, oh. like a part of a weave fell out on the bar and she apparently was have not having so it. It's actually so that's not, not her actually hair at all. It's it was attached to her hair. head for like six weeks. It's her fucking that's hair. That's like saying you have a barrette that was in her hair. <laughs> Which would also be sick. That yeah. actually would be sick. That would be really great. It's not like my situation where I have a bag of drakes. It's literal hair in my cupboard. <laughs> Which I've smelled. Yeah. And uh, I could clone him from it. You can't yeah. clone Who knows Jenny what would Garth. happen if you cloned it? Who knows it would show up? <laughs> but that's crazy. So how long is it's this an, track of hair? It would be an Olsen hair? twin. It would be, <laughs> it would an, Olsen be an Olsen twin. <laughs> how long is this track of hair, by the way? Uh, like only like. Mm, five, seven inches. It's not like a crazy long. All right. It's- wow. If I could say that about every dick I've seen. <laughs> I, 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 I was about to say uh, you could maybe clone her from where it like connected to her head, but I'm pretty sure all those molecules dissolved in your mouth about five minutes after you got it. <laughs> what? You're gonna he make put me- the hair in his mouth. He sucked on the hair. Oh, I thought you were saying she, he kissed her forehead or something. I did. I did no such thing. <laughs> 
Okay. Good. I didn't know such like thing. Let's not I talk about hair in the mouth. It's yeah, so okay, gross. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> first thing he did was ball it up with some toilet paper. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, so uh, going back to uh, asking Jack and how forward-thinking this magazine seemed, the first question for Tiffany Amberth uh, <laughs> is about her guy. Brian Austin Green, who I had no idea they her and Brian Austin Green were ever in a, th- yeah, they were a they... thing. Brian Austin Green, young Adam Duritz, really, really got it no, in. No, they were contemporaries. Hooked up with a lot of late, like he, he dated <laughs> uh, Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. He's married to her. Yeah. yeah. He, David really gets Oof. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Tiffany Ambertheson and Megan Fox, which is better? Tiffany Ambertheson and Megan Fox <laughs> or Rachel and Monica? Anything Who that has to has do with friends, sh- like strangle me and then bury me in a shallow fucking grave. No. <laughs> so the first question is about Brian Austin Green. He's great. He has a he has a great sense of humor. He's sensitive, talented, and romantic. When he really wants something, he'll go for it. 110%. That's not Why a is number. she doing this? This story is supposed to be about her. She's yeah. on the cover. We're talking about some guy who put out one record. Yo, West Beverly, my name is Dave, and I'm going to give you all the songs that you crave. And all the babes are going to be my slave. And all from a guy who don't even shave words. <laughs> even in 1992 was fucking terrible. Fantastic dancer. I was waiting for you to mention the dancing because every time he comes up, that's where you go. No one does that kind of dancing anymore where it's really athletic and it's just like, like, like those, but the the 90s dancing needs to come back. No, it fucking doesn't. It's really aerobic. Sorry, I should say. It's like very aggressive steps. Following up on that, they ask her about how she keeps in shape. Like, what Uh, the fuck, man? This is, this is is the opposite. And then after keeping in shape, there's about her diet, and then which she suffered very publicly from an eating disorder. Exactly. Saved by the bell. Yes. Exactly. Here's how I keep in shape. First, me and Brian Austin put on some hammer pants. <laughs> Wait, Brian Austin isn't hyphenated the same way <laughs> Tiffany Amber is, though. I think Austin is just his middle name. It's just his middle name. Uh, and then they talk more about Brian Austin Green. Here's what I want to get into, girly mags, listeners, table. <laughs> How fucking annoying is it to work with a couple when you're at work and you know that these people are are living together, sleeping together. Maybe they just started sleeping together. No matter what, it's awkward as shit for everybody. But wasn't everybody on that show fucking each other <laughs> Everyone anyways? on that. If you read the Tory Spelling book. Yeah. I don't know how to read. I have definitely read the Tory Spelling <laughs> book, and I will tell you that everyone on 90210 slept with each other have at some point. Have you seen the unauthorized Lifetime movie? Oof. Can we break down who we think slept together on the set? I know. Branda and Brendan fucked. Yeah. And then Brent, uh, and then in Tory Spelling said she slept with Brandon. Nobody slept with Tory Spelling. <laughs> Brandon's name is Jason Priestley. I'm getting very confused. We're talking about like, <laughs> Tory and Brandon. I'm like, who the fuck was the Brandon actor on I the think show? Luke Perry slept with Shannon Doherty. 100%. Are you sure? Shannon Doherty slept with Jason Priestley. 100%. Andrea slept with nobody. Andrea slept with fucking Andrea slept with Aaron Spelling. They're a similar age. 
<laughs> okay, but, but yeah, okay, I can so, imagine. That's so, like fucking so, horrific. Okay, Andrea, you worked in bars and restaurants for a million years, yep. and you know what happens when people that you work with start oh, hooking up. it's not good. And it's really they don't fun. Do, they don't do their job for... anymore. <laughs> it's hilarious. When you said, like, I worked with Andrea, I, was, I wanted to say to Josh, like, bet you didn't think I'd stick around this long, did you? <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's super uncomfortable and awkward, and also, there's they were all young, too, so there must have been, like, well, some of them were young. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea, Andrea, Luke, you're out of, you're out of there. Who'd Steve sleep with? Steve. Definitely Andrea. Yeah. I was, I'm saying. Steve and Andrea did have sex on the show. What? No. Lawrence what? Fake no news. way. No. Is this they like did when not. you tried to say Dawson was the gay one? That's where they got. I think they went on a date and they like kissed and they were like, no. Like Andrea only slept no, with they Cubans. She only, no, he up. was Mexican. Jesse. Uh, oh, he was Mexican? I thought yeah. he was Cuban. No, yeah, Mexican. And, and, and actually, Steve was the one that. Steve was the one that Jesse reached out to when he had gotten when they were having a baby uh, and Steve was the one that was there for them the whole time so now I'm starting to think maybe Prescott's got something here holy shit he was a low key like aside from being extremely problematic at the start he became like the most solid guy in that show Steve was a great he was such a good friend to all those women and he never Absolutely. slept with any of them he wanted to sleep with Kelly who? he held a torch Steve, Steve. Like, he started out so problematic, but in that world, Remember he when- was, like, the most solid friend. Yeah. He's the man on that show that I have the least problems with. What do you think? No, not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. Okay. No, no, no. Not at the beginning. What do you think but it feels like to end. run your fingers through his hair? If you can get your fingers through his hair. First of all, that was exactly like what I was going to say. Is there is like no way that you like that guy's hair. Secondly, no, 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 no. Also, Ian. We want to talk about thiocin or theocin. Let's talk about Ian for Ion. a second. Ian's Yeah, Ion's he made a strong choice. It's like, hey, his name's clearly Ian. <laughs> and he's um, like, I'm going to be Ian. Steve, the character, remember when he hits a shot from half court and then he donates the money anonymously? No one remembers this episode. <laughs> me. No, okay, no, no, cool. no, I remember it. I remember cool, yeah, it. He was at a Clippers game, I think, and he, and he hit a shot from half court and won $10,000. But, you know, Steve has never had a problem with money, I, so he yeah. gives all the money to Andrea's... Uh, uh, summer camp that she's running. Oh, I were going to say I, Andrea's family because she's I, poor. Oh, oh. <laughs> I remember these these Rough. fucking dummies. These fucking dummies. On, uh, uh, they were looking at uh, Steve's vanity license plate and they're like, I ate furs. <gasps> and I had to explain to him. It's like, I ate a Ferrari. <laughs> you guys would suck at bumper stumpers. I could not. I, I just keep, kept going, I ate for, for R I, yeah. what the fuck is that? Also, by the way, I eat furries. Asses. I eat furries. <laughs> eight, eight, so I, I was wrong. They did not bone, I but knew they, it. they mouth touched. And this <laughs> is the, this is the quote. It goes, Steve Sanders to Andrea. Andrea, you know what, Andrea? Hmm. Steve. <laughs> You're pretty cute without your glasses. Which uh, I oh no! You read Steve. Let's start again. Wait. You read Steve, and I'm gonna read Andrea. Go. You know what? You're pretty cute without your glasses. Time out. Pretty cute without your glasses. That's a she's all that shit. Yeah. Is that to be supposed to be some kind of compliment? At least she knows. No. This is. <laughs> and, then, and then he kisses her is not written in quotations. It's like Steve. It's like Steve says he kisses. Her. And then Andrea says she grabs him and kisses him back. Oh. <laughs> 
Hey, you're gross. pretty cute if you change everything about the way you look. <laughs> so, uh, me and Lauren, well, she dressed up for Andrea, and I was actually planning to buy a Steve Saunders wig to wear. And <laughs> Saunders? <laughs> so- it's Saunders, isn't it? What? Sanders. Sanders. Not, it's Sanders. It's Andrea Zuckerman and Steve Sanders. And yeah. what we've learned today Ew, you is you guys that- are going to make out to titillate our audience? <laughs> <laughs> you wish! That's our first uh, pr- Patreon uh, category. <laughs> That's our first tier. Bra- uh, Andrea and Lauren in full like Steven Sanders and Andre Drake making out $10. The second tier behind the paywall is where we all learn how to pronounce actors' names. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I have a friend who I used to like uh, I used to know who uh, was recently I don't, wow. think, I don't think that's how that's wow. who's a model uh, This story sounds sus Who gets work on as a model and she recently posted a picture where she was on a website where what she does is scissors a guy's neck in like a bikini, and that's like they have a whole website featuring like with her legs. Or yeah, <laughs> like basically they choke the guy like out with fetish. their thighs. Oh. And it's a fetish for oh, guys yeah. who are yeah. into like girls getting getting <laughs> choked out by girls' yeah, thighs. Yeah, yeah. Every time something weird oh, happens, makes sense. Like, makes sense. 100%. All right, I won't mention it. Not worth mentioning. I went and bought milk the other day. Not worth mentioning. <laughs> I remember watching um, one of the James Bond movies and Fomka Johnson is in it and she fully is a villain and takes a guy out by just choking him with I her served thighs. her once. Oh, Fomka! Oh, Piggy it's eater. so hot. <laughs> I have so many problems with how you pronounce her name. <laughs> yeah, probably. Funky Johnson. Fomka. Old Funky Johnson. I think it's Femke Jansen. Okay, Funky Johnson is a fucking dope funky name. Funky Johnson. Her actual name is Funky Johnson, but they told her to change it. <laughs> funky Johnson sounds like something that Gwen Stefani would make her horn player be called. <laughs> funky Johnson sounds like an STD. <laughs> it does, it's true. I just picture David Silver dancing to that. Yeah, six spins and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we're going to do a little 90210 Jeopardy Geo Party. Uh, So the way it's going to work is you're going to try to get closest to 1,000. There's five categories. Oh my god! One to five hundred, and if you get it wrong, you lose the money. So whoever and you have to leave the show forever. <laughs> so Jeopardy yeah. rules. Yeah, oh, basically. Please God, let Lauren lose. <laughs> Impossible. So here are the five categories. You'll be editing the whole show yourself. And here are the categories. We start you off with Minnesota studs. Next we have Walsh's, twins, Chancellor's lackeys, hot guys, and finally presidents. Jackie's medicine cabinet. Cocaine for 500, please. <laughs> Love stinks. Murder, she wrote. That was for UD. Nice. BFFs forever and parental units. And since Josh is the guest, he, he has to, to leave the show forever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> definitely Jeesh. Jackie's medicine cabinet and definitely 500 going big right away. All right. B Town. Mom, I think you should call your sponsor. Oh, well, thanks for the advice, little Miss AA. This is a photo of Dylan's drug dealer in season five. What was his name? Oh, my God. (laughs) Shit, girl. What the fuck? I'm going to make a random guess. Two things people love on podcasts. Obscure (laughs) trivia and and visual (laughs) clues. How are we buzzing in? Oh, It'll just be Josh because we're going to go in order. Oh, Oh, wow. Uh, Just name a 
car a drug dealer's name? It's definitely like a drug dealer's name. I know it is. It's like Rocco or Spongy or something. <laughs> Spongy. Cactus. <laughs> I don't. I. I'm, yeah. I just lost five hundred dollars. I was going to say, who is Mr. Mr. Tr- Tr- really? That is not a drug dealer's name at all. I have had many really? chemistry Hold teacher on. name. The dr- only drug dealer I've called by their last name has been my pharmacist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who first see a drug dealer? Hey, Mr. Trilling. See, I thought Josh was going to crush it here, but now Mine he's... Mine is 800. Okay, who's next? Uh, you. Perfect. I'm going to go with... I'm going to not do what Josh did. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do BFF Forever... 300. Kelly was featured in this magazine in season five, right there on the girly mag tip. Relevant to your interests. Yeah. Uh, 17. Yay! <laughs> Good job. Fuck right. yeah. D. D. I'm fucking suck at these games. <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm going to do murder. She wrote for a hundred. Of course you are. Yep. Uh, Who is that? Uh, oh, I think I forgot to write that. <laughs> What's the question? What, what did Brenda uh, get arrested Fuck. for? <laughs> oh, is this a pass the question? No, it's <laughs> not. It's 100, by the way. Calm down. I'm going to go he with minus 500. Oh, really? Dude? Animal activist protest. She blew up a fucking lab. <laughs> pass that Spumante. <laughs> All right, James. All right, I'm going to go with Love stinks for four hundred. Love stinks. These characters dated Offset for five years. Oh, that could be uh, who is Cardi B? <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> dated Offset. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking kidding. Oh my god. Yo, partial credit. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, you so can these, either say they're real these two human beings dated who played in characters. Dated in real life Because you're, you're imagining years. like there's some fanfic where two characters yeah. left the camera. They dated on set These and offset. actors dated offset yeah. for five years. There's a time limit to your okay, fucking Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm going to say... <laughs> it's got to be Brandon Priestley and Shannon Doran. Brandon Priestley? <laughs> 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 Christina Lee's Emily Valentine. Ah, oh, shit. Hold on. Uh, Who's Brandon Priestley? <laughs> 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 this is the Lauren's best. in the lead. Fuck yeah, Biatch. All right, Josh, this is your comeback chance. Oh, what's the last one? Parental units, yeah. where we see nude photos of the parents <laughs> from that one, you know? Ew. Uh, <laughs> which one of these parents' dicks is this? I mean, I'm already in a hole. Let's That's do Jim it. Let's Walsh's. do 500. This character killed their father after years of abuse on the show. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just like, I... Wow. Uh, was it Valerie? Fuck yeah, it was! Yeah! You're back to zero! All right, I'm <laughs> zero! I am still... Oh, wait, no. Who's still doing worse than me? I thought it was like a yeah. Terminator I am, yeah. situation, okay, cool. which... Uh, wow. Oh, All right. shit. Okay, oh, so... so uh, I'm going to do um, BFF Forever 400, please. What was the name of the cult Kelly joined? Oh, shit! <laughs> I feel like I'm just gonna take a guess. The answer is the the circle of light. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> guess. The answer the is the new evolution. I was gonna say Catholicism. Oh. <laughs> All right, D. All right, we're oh, never sure. gonna get to a thousand. It's too high. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's change you know it to five hundred. Hey, I'm so at zero. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I have to go back and rewatch this whole show because I've it's been so long. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of want to. 
you really Kelly have joins you. a cult that yeah. has my name all over oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, and there's a whole God. bunch of murders that happen too. So many murders. All right, I'm gonna go with parental units for a hundred. Then the Walsh's parents' names: Jim and um. Oh, oh. fuck, Jim. <clears throat> fuck, Lauren for the steal. <laughs> There's nothing to be ashamed of. Cindy. Yes! Yeah, yes! Yeah. You got it, D. <laughs> D and Josh are at zero. Are tied in the lead with High five. <laughs> Lauren's at minus 100 and James is at minus 400. I got to risk big. Uh, I'm going to go with <laughs> Love Stinks for 500, Bob. Bob. Who was Brenda engaged ah. to? Oh! God damn Can you it. describe him without saying his name? <laughs> uh, uh, tall, dark, and not handsome. I don't know. Some guy with brown hair with a big chin. You know, is, <laughs> You're on the right oh, path. I know who he is. I don't know his name, name, though. I only know his actual name. Okay, not how about I character. give you four? No, I'm, I'm going to say. Bullshit. Yeah, I'm not fuck going to. I, I'm going to say Roger. Dean Ooh. Kane. Eh. Stewart. Fuck. Brenda, will you marry me? We've only known each other for two weeks. Stuart. Also, not Dean Kane. Dean Kane was Rick. Also, probably just gave away another question. No, I, I didn't do that. Okay, sick. How is no one doing Jackie's Medicine is Cabinet? Is it me now? Yeah. I don't do I'm going to do Jackie's Medicine Cabinet for 300 In season eight, Donna oh, gets Christ addicted to sake. these. Come on, man. Literacy. Who watched season eight of 90210? Donna did. That's First of all, it's probably diet pills. Oh, fuck yeah. Is it diet pills? No. Well, that, that just was go with it. That counts no, as an answer. Painkillers. Where are my pills? Have you seen them? I need them and I can't find them. Ooh, that wasn't even a brand. That was like 50-50. All right, me. All right, I'm back down. Jackie Medicine Cabinet 400. This character gets addicted to the pharmaceutical name for this drug, N-methanol, 1-phenylopropin, 2-amine during the college years. years. The character's name, not the this drug. This is so fucking easy. Kelly Taylor. Oh no, it's David. David! And that, that is how the, I learned that you can buy stuff a guy with a ponytail. <laughs> He's the director of the radio station and he has a ponytail. And then he, he starts off by drinking juice and he keeps never, calling meth juice. Never trust a man with a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, am I winning with zero? Yes. <laughs> We're never gonna get to a thousand. Five hundred is all we have to get all to. Right, for murder the she wrote two hundred. Yeah. Oh. How did Dylan's wife die? He, she got fucking shot accidentally by like her dad. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, D's low key on coming up. There, yeah. well, it's I'm a very go, soprano storyline. Yeah. I'm gonna go parental units three hundred. <laughs> Donna Martin's racist mom's name. <laughs> What's her racist name? Lockheed Martin. <laughs> she has a personal name and a racist name. No. Uh, she's from Houston. She didn't like her daughter dancing with the black guy who plays football. Uh, yeah, her name is oh, Candy with an eye. Nice. <laughs> that uh, does sound I don't like no Sarah. Felice Martin. Felice Martin. Nobody would know that except I Donna. I definitely knew that it was Felice. <laughs> Felice Navi. Yeah, little B. One hundred percent did. Oh, All right. right. Now it's just whoever oh, it's gets me to again. Yeah, I guess whoever just isn't in the negative. How far? Okay, where am I at right now? <laughs> You're at negative three hundred. What do I need to win? Five hundred okay, right now. I'll do. F- Guys, I'm having fun. If our listeners aren't, <laughs> just, just keep going. It's we don't fun, do this right? for the uh, listeners. Okay, it's fine. Uh, B. Uh, yeah, Murder She Wrote three hundred. D. I'm Stealing That's your thunder fine. here. This character faked his own death and joined the witness protection program. Jim Came Walsh. back at the end of, uh, I think it was the very end of the thing. The thing. Matt! <laughs> Dang, uh. He faked his own death and later came back and it was found that he joined the witness protection program. 
You know everything, Josh. You'll get it. <laughs> Jack McKay. You're totally Hell right. yeah. Nice. <laughs> he got oh, my God. Up. So what does that mean? You won? No, no I'm at zero. Who's right. at minus 12? He's crushed me by going conservative. <laughs> All right, I need 1,000. So BFF forever 500, please. This was Valerie's friend from Buffalo, played by Ambular, a.k.a. Aliza Donovan from Clueless. What was her name in On the, the show? show? Fuck, these these are 500 hard. questions oh, are wow. fucking impossible. That is hard. fucking dumb. Like, even the 100s aren't easy, dude. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I wanted to make it, you know, That's 30 hard. minutes. That's Fuck really face. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Ginger LaMonica. You know what? That is a drag name. You know what? We're all talking shit, but D went conservative and yeah, you gamesmanship. Have a for it. She deserves to win. I disagree. Are we, the whole board? we all got well, cocky. We're, we're halfway through there. So. Yeah, let's keep going. All right, Josh. Yeah, who no, it's not me. No, it's is me. It? D's turn. Oh, this D's is the big, the big moment. If D gets, lead, D's going to go 100. 100. 100. Go on. Bob Stinks 100. Dude, I have no problem admitting that I'm a pussy. 100. Go 100. Hey, she's winning. It's the best value. Um, I will do BFFs for 100. <sighs> what was the name of David's geeky best friend who accidentally <sighs> kills himself? I don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, he just looks so fucking stoked, too. He's <laughs> twirling a gun. Like, yeah. It was Harrison. No. <laughs> I love that she put Scanlon in brackets because only Josh would probably know that. I, I, do you know the name of his See, little sister? See, but I got it. So wait, Sue. is it? Oh. Sue Scanlon, who so then wait. has a crush on David. Okay. 500 murders she wrote. Yes. What was the name of the guy that Kelly shot and killed? Oh, I don't sake. fucking know. <laughs> I don't know this one. I don't know. Fuck Joe Patch. <laughs> Joe Patch? <laughs> Should just make you just a really went into the like, dark I feel like hole dude, it's there. the 500 questions. They have I'm like, going 100 next for 100%. I'm pretty 100. sure Joe Patch oh, would have been a better drug dealer now. name exactly. from question Absolutely. number one. Yeah, like, Joe Patch? Definitely drug uh, dealer name. James is at minus 1,700. Can you tell everybody's points right now? Just the score. Josh is at zero. Lauren is at minus 1,000, D is at 100, and James is at All minus right. 1,700. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing Jackie's medicine cabinet for 200. <sighs> Judgmental ass Kelly accuses Valerie of being high on this drug. Is it the devil's lettuce? Yes, it is. <laughs> Baloney. Can I, can I suggest earlier, something so. that me and no. Lauren are out and it's just D versus Josh now? No. This has to end at some point. <laughs> then you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> Love stinks That's for a hundred. Where did Brenda go? Paris. Ooh. <laughs> oui, oui. So fast. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wow. All right. I will do BFFs forever for two. Brenda and Brandon are these type of twins. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Caucasian. Uh, they are fraternal. Dreamboats. Are they dreamboats? Dreamboat dream dream twins. Dream twins that kiss each other on the forehead before they go to bed. Oh, so gross. I'll go murder she wrote 400 and finish the category. This character tried to kill Kelly in a murder-suicide. Too bad I, she failed. Some <laughs> dumb asshole. I don't fucking know. Patricia. Tara Marks? <laughs> Patricia. James is leaving in anger. He's probably going to go peel a mango. He does that when he's stressed. <laughs> All right. James is out. What now let's get let's breeze through All right. This parental units, 400. <laughs> Steve's mom was an actress on this fictional oh, television I'm show. I'm shocked you don't know. You do know this in I your heart. Know. Pull it up uh, from your colon. <laughs> Something family. Sun, sun family. Do, 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 falling apart, guys. Do, falling apart. He doesn't know. Let's go. He doesn't know. What is Hartley House? What did you say? Sun? Something family. Something family. Like I was getting towards Hartley family. I still would have been wrong. 300. Love stinks. This character dated David. What was her name? 
Ew, the girl from <laughs> Sweet Valley High. <laughs> it yeah. does look like her a bit. Um, her name was Veronica Marston. <laughs> Camille! Yeah, no idea. This is like totally unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> All of your questions are 500 to 1,000. <laughs> I'll right. do uh, the medicine cabinet 100. This drug was given to Brandon by oh. Emily Valentine at a rave. I don't know that either. That's not Math, a 100. I want to get it tattooed on my goddamn That's not knuckles. a 100, it dude. It is. It's very well You're known. never doing this again. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. euphoria. Yeah. yeah. Spelled euphoria, and you buy it from the guy that has a four. If that was a license, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten it. I legitimately had to walk away and take a break because I realized I was getting actually mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all noticed. I'm glad you took a second away. You stomped James, out James, it's your turn. James, it's your turn. Oh, it's what? No, no, no. I, I have to... Uh, uh, give up my turn because we have to save James is at minus 2100 in competition there would just be a waste of a question fine oh, Lauren and James are out I'm going units, units. 200 alright <laughs> how did Dylan's dad die oh we just Fake went over died. this he didn't actually die yeah but I don't how know did he how die? Jack McKay died you I'm don't? guessing well no I mean like in further in the universe of 90210 because he didn't get blown up on a boat even though that's what this answer yes! is exactly oh my god it's all down to D. If she gets this question wrong, <laughs> this whole game is a tie. Tie. <laughs> it's a tie. It's pointless. Tiebreaker question. Okay. All right. No, the game's over. I can't take <laughs> no, another tiebreakers. Tie <laughs> this exciting. isn't soccer. Who walked Donna down the aisle? Oh fuck! I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. All right. You gotta guess. You gotta guess. Okay, wait. Oh, let me Just guess. Let me guess. David. Nat. 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 <laughs> oh, so that would. Okay, we it do have a tiebreaker. Tie okay, you, one of you guys come up with it. It's not really a tiebreaker. We're both at zero. It's the <laughs> final Jeopardy. Jeopardy. All right, so we are back with final Jeopardy, and I would like to see how much you guys have bet. Josh and... You find out after. Oh, find, find out, out after. after. Oh, okay. Wow, this yeah. person, no idea how to play Jeopardy, by the way. This is Geo Party. It's Can different. we talk about what the tiebreaker is right now? What how, What's D's score so, right now? So, it's zero for versus zero. Zero for Josh. <laughs> and they have to, and they have a thousand, up to a thousand points that they can bet. Andrew's going to read the question because we don't have, we can't find the Jeopardy song. <laughs> we're going to we're going to be playing the song called "Final Jeopardy" by a band called Swimmers Lungs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the final Jeopardy, what location was the group returning from when Kelly got shot? You have twenty seconds. Write it down. Your answer. If you don't know, just guess. That is great fucking series. This band's called Swimmers Lungs? Yeah. It sounds awesome. So you have 20 seconds. I'm not even sure where we are right now. <laughs> oh, it's already been 20. All right. I would like to see. How much did you bet? I bet 1,000 points. <gasps> <laughs> it's 1,000. Everyone can All see right. that's yeah. what I wrote. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then I uh, did not know the answer. So wow. I wrote Donna and David's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the big finale of Beverly Hills 90210. Donna and David's wedding and Kelly gets shot. <laughs> that's the end of the show. I right? wish. Okay. Is that correct or wrong? No, it's that's wrong. Definitely so you've wrong. you have negative a thousand. Negative a thousand. That one hundred dollars. Oh, D wins. Classic D. And I said Hawaii. You're right. You're right. <laughs> 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 what a 
twist. This is not safe at all. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Yay, do you win what imaginary an money? <laughs> Johnny, tell her what she's won. Well, Claire, you have won your very own Brandon Walsh. With movable limbs and combable hair, this Brandon comes complete with his very own Mustang and will provide hours of fun. Yeah. Coming back from that amazing quiz, great job, D. Here's some imaginary cash. I'm Down to the away. wire. I am it's amazing. I won. I'm completely shocked. I said any of the 50 states. <laughs> I could have been anywhere in the world because you didn't say it was in the U.S. Yeah. So. throwing the bills at you Uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of Girly Mags thanks so much to our special guest Josh F. Lindley thank you Uh, thanks for having me again Uh, I spend a lot of time looking at a computer and looking at bartenders faces from all over the planet and if you want to do the same thing or are planning on going somewhere all over the planet say Hawaii or Marrakesh (laughs) uh, we don't have any bartenders in Marrakesh yes Marrakesh is a city Uh, go to bartenderatlas.com that's what uh, my wife and I do when I am not uh, sitting at the grilly table or making drinks myself yeah. Does your wife know you're not working right now? <laughs> she yeah. is working. We're going grocery shopping immediately after this. Yeah. You want to get Fun. the deep dive into my life? <laughs> um, guys, by the way, subscribe to Girly Mags on iTunes, and you will get the James Holler compilation, singing songs out of my vocal range, featuring such songs as I Will Always Love You. And, uh, Thank you for joining us for another episode. Follow us on Instagram at girly.mags. Twitter at girly underscore mags. And write us nice, cute reviews on iTunes because we love seeing them. And they yep. make us very happy. Send us all your burning questions. Yeah. And, uh, and your embarrassing moments. We love reading them. We live for them. What if you tie together the embarrassing moments with the burning? Even better. <laughs> Even better. Go to the doctor. Don't go to girl. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. 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 Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thank y'all.